Hello. Okay, there we go. It should be like this the whole time. All right, we're back, guys. <laughs> Third time's <laughs> charm. Again, uh, attention deficit order podcast. Number uh, 437. This one will work fine. Okay, so. Okay, what were you we bringing up? We were bringing up. Um, well, aren't you going to mention your. Oh, sorry. Guest? Special guest, guys. <laughs> we recorded this like three times. Special guest is W, the movie expert. Self-proclaimed. Speaking of movie expert, I'm actually sitting next to Rain Man of movies, so no, I don't proclaim myself to be an expert. And I'm uh, doing this over the laptop microphone, so if it sounds like shit, too bad. You know how to hit the stop button. Actually, it's working better than it has been before. Stop messing around with the... I'm not messing with it. Don't do any super loud noises. It might kill the microphone. I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. Okay, so, so what's on the the docket for today? Uh, the for the... Okay, your top five action directors for I don't know, say the last five years. Hold on, <laughs> last five years. Top five? Well, the guy that did Die Hard is it John McTiernan? He only did two movies. Like and Predator? Movie. Did he do Predator as well? Yeah. He did. Uh, that was a follow-up to Die Hard. It was Predator. Wasn't it? No, it was Predator, then Die Hard. It was Predator, then, then Die Hard. Yeah, because Die Hard was like 89. Predator was 87, 86. <laughs> up in them trees. <laughs> you set us up. Uh, yeah, he did Die Hard. He also did um, The Hunt for Red October, which was good. Okay. So he had um, definitely some great movies in his arsenal. Yeah, John McTiernan. Um, so I really like his work. And well, definitely uh, James Cameron. He did Aliens, Terminator 1 and 2, Avatar. Um, was Avatar? Sure. Is that his, well, well it's fantasy, but I don't know. I mean, he, he's definitely, he also did uh, Piranha. That was his first. Yeah. But besides that, none of his movies have bombed. Besides like Terminator. After Terminator, I think his movies just became billion dollar or multi-million dollar hits. Until Titanic hit. And well, then, he, yeah. then he like hit the stratosphere. And then didn't make anything until Avatar. But the one movie that bombed for him, although I think it's one of his best movies, is The Abyss. What, True Romance? No, The Abyss. I mean, uh, uh, True Lies. True Lies is good. (laughs) True Lies. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis. The Abyss? Yeah. Did that bomb? Yeah. Didn't do well critically. Didn't do well at the box office. I think it did better. um, It's more of a cult hit. He still hasn't put it out on Blu-ray yet. Yeah, well, there's still not a 4K transfer. He's of... probably negotiating still. But he went through the version of Aliens. Redid. He went through Aliens and brightened up everything and tweaked stuff frame by frame. So he uh, put his hands on Aliens and when he remastered it. It looks amazing. Uh, another guy that's done some amazing action flicks is... Um... The gentleman that uh, 
Man, this is, I'm just forgetting things so quick. Come on, dude. Oh, God. It's your well, would you, uh, would you constitute Tarantino as an action flick kind of guy? What? Tarantino? Tarantino. Uh, See, I would. Uh, Tarantino, I would. Watch, see? Hello. Yeah. Okay, we got it. No, Tarantino. I tell you, it's like it's an action flick. Why is it messing up? Hello. Tarantino would be great in an action movie. What do you think? Actually, he's been in several of his own movies. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see. Uh, I want to see Tarantino, or maybe I'll sit right here. I want to see Tarantino do, um, Star, Star no, Trek? no, he's here to drop that. Mm. I want to see Tarantino do a TV series. I want to see him write out like an eight episode TV series all on his own, but he's made up nothing like, you know, like I think like David Lynch. Yeah. I think he'd be better than David Lynch. All David Lynch does is go, hey, uh, let's put the cameras over here for 10 minutes, and then I'll tell you when to cut. Okay, David. Hey, did you see that talking monkey movie he made? <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about his his dreams, an ode to his dreams. His Like Jack, he's interviewing Jack about a murder, and Jack's the monkey. It's on Netflix. <laughs> It's like an 18-minute movie. Only Lynch could pull that off. <laughs> and the monkey talks. It's back and forth. To, he's he's an investigator at a train station. Well, I heard about it, but um, you, I saw him speak down in L.A. You love transcendental meditation? <laughs> and one of the funniest things he said was the the host, Robert Mitchell, was yeah. asked him, so... Um, what do you enjoy about your movies? What why do you enjoy making them? He goes, well, I really don't know. They just kind of come from dreams, and from those dreams, they kind of just materialize. And you know, it's kind of like um, uh, smoke from the ashes. And then Robert yeah. looked at him and said, well, "What do you mean by that?" He goes, "Well, I don't really know, but it's like um, a dream. These dreams just come for me." Yeah, he's an eccentric, and he can't explain himself. Yeah, he has a hard time, but he doesn't like explaining himself. No, really? Look at his fucking movies. Just put the camera over here. Have you seen his weather reports he's doing? He's doing daily weather reports. No, there's not. There's not bugs. He's doing, uh, doing days like, today is July 29th. The weather is sunny from where I'm sitting. And uh, I think it's going to be cloudy later on. But... And he's sitting in a weird room holding a jar. He's like, here's a jar. There's a line on it. I'm not going to tell you what it's for. You're going to have to figure that one out. You're like, oh, okay. And then there's like, he has a weird phone, like a, a rotary phone in a box, like in the background. Okay. But as much as you're picking on him, he had an incredible run of movies. So Star Drive was supposed to be a TV show. A Racer Head. Fantastic, The Elephant Man, Amazing, Dune, A Bomb. Dune was just like, they're remaking Dune. 
uh, Villeneuve is doing it right now. Yeah. Um, Blue Velvet, one of the best movies ever. Wild at Heart. Lost Highway. Fantastic. Mulholland Drive. Is Lost Highway fantastic? Yeah. Is it? It's too, well, I don't, it's so weird. You know, by like you're an hour and a half in, you're still like, what the fuck? And then by the end, you're like, oh, okay, he's chasing himself. Oh, the white, oh, it's a, it's a, the white rabbit. It's an Alice in Wonderland fucking tale. It's like, what the fuck? You have to go deeper <clears throat> think about these things. He's not going to serve it on a platter for No, you. he's doing it so He's like, this couch represents a person. You're going to have to guess who that person is in history. Inland Empire wasn't very good, though. That was like three and a half hours of just... What was the one with the tractor guy? Oh, that was the straight story. The straight story, right? That's a true story. But that's like his best, like, straightforward movie. And his only G-rated movie. <clears throat> That's like his only real movie that's not like... That was based on something else, right? He didn't write anything? He just directed uh, it? He directed it. I don't know if he wrote it, but... Um, no, that was a good movie. Richard Farnsworth. Good actor. Yeah, I don't know. That, that guy's weird. So. Hey! What are we doing? Yeah, here's the... Yeah, so uh, Blue Velvet, guys. Deficit pick of the week. You can do that. For uh, yeah, what should we call this episode? I don't know. I don't know what we'll call it yet. So yeah, so your your top five directors is David Lynch. That's it. Well, no, you said action films. We've kind of gone off the <coughs> Oh, whatever. Uh, but uh, I don't My, know. Whereas action is hard, like uh. Let's see. I, I guess there aren't any good action directors, right? Well, <clears throat> it's like the Asian action directors are the best ones right now. Mm-hmm. Well, like, have you ever seen... Well, you probably haven't seen. Um, Way to discredit me. What? I bet you... The Raid? Have you seen The Raid 1? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> have you seen The Raid 1 or The Raid 2? Have you seen They Come For Us at Night? Uh, have you seen any of those movies? No. So those are really uh, the John Wick movies. Oh yeah, well, that's I have a hard time watching. What? Yeah, the the John Wick movies, which are um, they're actually they're well directed. His acting, he doesn't talk much. All he does is beat people up and shoot them at point blank range. Tony Ridley Scott, Tony Scott, great action film directors, right? Uh, let me think. What did they do? Well, The Hunger, Top Gun, um, Top Gun, Whew. True Romance, great action flick, Crimson Tide, lots of good stuff in there. Was the True Romance action? Yeah. No. Ask your audience. Hey, hey guys, was True Romance an action movie, or was it a I drama? No, I mean... I'd say it was a drama. No. Where was the action? When they went on a roller coaster, or when uh, oh, when Gary Oldman shoved the light in someone's face, oh, that's good. it's more dramatic than what it is, was, I think. What was his name in that movie? He had the dreads. I don't know. I don't know. Man. Oh, so good. <laughs> the dialogue was that that was Tarantino. Yeah, right? it was Tarantino wrote that one. What was his name? He was mean. Um, Badass. What was? I keep on seeing people with his T-shirt. Like a t-shirt, of, like a picture of him on the t-shirt. <clears throat> huh? 
Uh, I don't know. Clarence was the name of the. Drexel. Drexel. That's right. He was the pimp. Drexel and Truman. Yeah, he had that one scene. There's like five minutes of him just like eating Chinese food with one eye. (laughs) But that scene between um, Dennis Hopper and himself. Well, what about Alabama Worley and um, uh, what's his face? No, uh, Clarence. No, uh, Tony Soprano. Oh yeah. James Gandolfini. When he beat the shit out of her. That's all. But then she. What? The medieval on him, and she sprays the hairspray, and it's. Oh yeah, that's right. Speak up. You look ridiculous. There you go. <laughs> she's uh, she's still blowing up as an actress. She's won like Emmys back to back. This is too weird, though. But she still has won like two Emmys in a row. All that political nonsense she talks about. Oh, I don't know about any of that no. stuff. Well, that's because they're bored and they sit at home all day. You know, they have nothing else to do. But as far as our acting goes, and did you know Val Kilmer played Elvis Presley in that movie? Yeah. And Val Kilmer got throat cancer and can't talk. That's why he wears like a scarf. Like, hey, guys, I'm Val Kilmer. No, that was his Batman role. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm Batman. The best Batman. Go. You say Christian Bale? Where's the trigger? Come on, guys. I have a severe lisp. He's just making fun of people's speech impediments as Batman. <laughs> like, wait batman has a lisp that's right guys so no one will know who i am in real life oh, that's, yeah christian bale do you think he so he was like 30 pounds for that role i think he gained i think the biggest batman is ben affleck yeah he's the he's the tallest he he, went, he weighed like 250 he was in uh the last three batman movies he was in um uh, Batman, Dawn of Justice. He uh, was in... But those weren't standalones. Those were Batmans with other Marvel comics. Yeah, he was trying to get in a standalone movie, but he couldn't. Yeah. I'm trying to think the what... Pattinson's the new Pattinson. And that's supposed to be like a setback of... um, What is it? 80? No. It's supposed to be like a 90s Batman. I think, yeah, it's supposed to be like... Like Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton's coming back as Batman. <laughs> yes, he is. Look it up. Mr. Mom? Mr. Mom. Look that up right now. Coming back as Batman. No, he's not. <laughs> you want to bet money, dude? Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman. Uh, in a, in a, like a, a sort of like, almost like a, a alternate world, like um, coming back, you know what I mean? I've heard nothing of this part. Really? He's where is it? Right there. No, it just says should he return. Michael Keaton as Batman. He's gonna be in the new Flashpoint movie. That's no, he's gonna be in the new Flashpoint movie as the old Batman because they're gonna go through different timelines. Okay. Oh, I'm here, maybe. Right. Yeah, see. So he's gonna be the old Batman in like '89, and then the but they're not gonna be getting Christian Bale. Ben Affleck, he's just too bloated from alcohol. And some of the reshoots for Dawn of Justice, you can see it. But he is the most, I think, the most vicious Batman I've seen. Ben Affleck. 
He shoots people and kills them all. Yeah, he takes an M60. Tick, 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 tick. He just throws people. Yeah. He hooks cables up to cars and just swings them around with his Batmobile. Why is that? Why has he gone more rogue? Why has he gone... It's the Zack Snyder's Batman. This is and Zack Snyder is releasing a five-hour cut of Dawn of Justice, and he's not going to use one shot of Joss Whedon's movie. Joss Whedon, I haven't seen any of those. You wouldn't like it, because Joss Whedon uh, took over because his her because Zack's uh, what's his name Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder's daughter killed herself while he was filming the movie. So he had to leave, you know, family tragedy. So and he couldn't finish the movie. So Josh Weed's like, hey, I'll finish the movie. I did Buffy. You know, and then he goes in. The movie just becomes incomprehensible because it's just a mishmash of two directors with two different ideas. So now Zack Snyder is coming back, giving it a five hour treatment of the movie on HBO Max. In one hour episodes. When's that Next year. He's putting it together right now. So do you think that'll be cool? Well, I think there's always going to be a market for that kind of stuff. Do, will I check it and out? The, no. the, the new Batman was... Um, uh, God damn it. Um, Dead Ringers. What's his name? Cronenberg? No, the, the, the guy in Dead Ringers. The director. The Jeremy actor. Irons? Jeremy Irons is Alfred. Oh, I can see that. Okay, in the new one. And, uh, yeah, so he was Alfred. So, whatever. And they use, like, a voice modulator to hide Batman's voice. But, yeah, he's more like a weird creature as opposed to, like, you know, like Michael Keaton's like, hey, look at me. And the new Bat, and the old Bat, and the newish Batmans. I don't know about the, have you seen the Battinson pictures? No. Look them up. Well, I want to know what you think of. So this is the guy who just got done doing the Apes trilogy. Yeah. God, what's his name? Planet of the Apes. Yeah, Planet of the Apes. He just did, he just did the Planet of the Apes trilogy. Now he's gonna do the new Batman movies. Well, didn't um, Tim Burton did one of the Apes? Yeah, twenty years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Have you seen any of the new Planet of the Apes? No. Dude, it's um, they're amazing, man. All three of them. It's all motion capture. All three of these. I think uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, or no, Rise. War is good, uh, but Rise, you know the whole story of Planet of the Apes, right? Yeah, I remember it from the Charlton Heston days. Well, yeah, they, they go beyond that. In the beginning of um, the first Planet of the Apes, you see them launching the rocket. At the end of the movie, they're going to Mars. There's a mission going to Mars. And then you see the guy slowly spreading the virus around the world. He's he's flying and he's flying to different countries. No, I haven't seen the newest ones, but I heard War of the Planet Apes is really good. All of them are Rise, Dawn, and War. I like Dawn the best. Um, out of the three, so that director is doing the next Batman movies. You know who makes good action flicks? Where's the pictures? Well, we'll get to that later. People can't see the pictures. People will look them up on their phones listening. You know what's a great action flick is uh, Apocalypto. Yeah. That is an incredible film. The attention to detail on that was spectacular with the didn't have any any stars in that, right? Uh no. None. No, but I think Mel Gibson did it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good director. Yeah. He's just a crazy person. 
Um, what was that war movie they did about that? Oh, Hacksaw Ridge. Was that it? The Conscientious Objector? No. Was it? Yeah, yeah, the guy who wouldn't fight. Yeah. And he saved like 80 people or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and then he did The Passion. Yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. He's a good director, man. He does good movies when he directs them. Yeah. And of course, he did uh, William Wallace. and. Uh... But he does like, I just watched him in the schlocky movie called like, like rainwater or some weird shit he was like he was like in an apartment complex with a bunch of b-level actors he's a washed up cop oh people are running over the apartment complex and he's doing his like coughing and in pain you know mel gibson yeah but he he did win the oscar for braveheart well yeah so he, he definitely knows how to he won for directing for braveheart right and I think he won. What about Passion? Didn't he win for Passion? No, Hollywood never go for that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? He, did, he, he didn't go for Passion of the Christ? I think he was nominated, but he wasn't going to win anything. They're not going to give him anti-Semitic, you know. What? They're not going to give him anything. Okay, so what's the... Okay, top five horror movies. Go. Look up Pattinson. Um... Look up Robert Pattinson as Batman. Top five? Top five. I'll go with mine right now. I'll go... Um, Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. No, I'll go The Thing. Uh, it's horror. Any genre of horror movie is horror. That's sci-fi. That's a sci-fi horror movie. You don't think you're scared watching that? <laughs> you don't think so? That's totally a horror movie. Poltergeist. Yeah, so you got like Poltergeist, Nightmare on Elm Street. Texas um, Chainsaw Massacre. Do you see that documentary on Scream Queens? It's about the uh, the the whole um, underlining gay undertones of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street too. No. <laughs> you didn't see that? It's a gay actor. It's basically like there's a whole. It's a documentary. It's on uh, Amazon Prime, or no, it's on Shutter. Uh, it's it's. Have you heard of Shutter? Yeah. It's on Shutter. It's Scream Queens it's a documentary. I, I think I watched like the first ten minutes of it. But it's about how this gay it was about basically it was about a gay guy coming out of the closet was the subtext to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street two. Was that the one with Johnny Depp? No, that was one. Okay. Two was the guy's like you have the body, I have the brains, and then he's like half naked through the whole movie. It's like watch Nightmare on Elm Street two with the with the gay undertone. Watch it, you'd be like, oh my god. It's Halloween is great. The Halloween, box. of course. You open the box. We came. So there you go. Halloween, Hellraiser, Poltergeist. Is Poltergeist a horror movie? Well, if you're going to claim that uh, the, the thing is, yeah. Um, it's like a fun horror. Well, yeah. Then, uh, no Friday 13th movies at all? None make the top five. No. Halloween holds up pretty well. It's so slow. I just rewatched it like a year ago in the theater. That's what I like about it. Um, I know Friday 13th Part. There's a mood to those movies. Like everything up to four. Everything after four was just god awful. We had five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. (laughs) But there was a mood to those first four. Yeah, all the way up until he actually died from Corey Feldman. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right? He's like, die! 
Johnny. Doesn't he reveal that he takes his mask off, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, right. Yeah, up until Corey Feldman. Uh. Oh, what boy, man? The boy in the river. We didn't find a boy in the river. That was from two, remember? In the lake. He was in the, the lake. lake. <laughs> the boy in the river. The tides washed him away. Because the river's constantly moving, man. He wouldn't be sitting in the same spot. <laughs> number two. I like number two. One and two are the almost... Mom, the mom's scarier than Jason. Jason. You're a good boy now, Jason. You're a good Good boy. one, Jason. <laughs> have you played... Uh, they have a video game called Friday 13th where you play as Jason and five other people are the people from the camps. That's in part four, right? Isn't he playing video games? Yeah. But in this one, you play as Tommy. Tommy! The, the remember uh, Tommy who grew up. I remember Tommy Bradford. Remember the enough? remember the blonde guy who was looking for Jason. Remember he grew up. It was it was Tommy growing up, and he Mary puts a chain around Jason and throws the rock and throws him into the into the lake. Yeah. At the end of six. No six. He comes back to life. Maybe it was five. A new beginning. No, at the end of five. No, it was seven. When he throws him. Seven. Remember the chick with the telekinesis? That's one of the most horrifying movies. There you go. I put that down for me. What? Seven. Seven? Yeah. Absolutely. But what about the chick in Friday 13th Part 7 with the telekinesis? Remember? I didn't see that one. Yes, you did. We saw all of these. No. Oh, no. I didn't see Seven with the telekinesis. (laughs) Remember? She's throwing shit at Jason. Jason's like, what the fuck? No, I don't yeah. Yeah, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, Telekinesis. It was almost like, um, like Dream Warriors. You know. Um, did you put me down for seven? I think it's one of the most Silence of the Lambs, disturbing. Seven, Paul Little Clarice. I think actually seven. Yeah, I put that in top five for me. Is it though? What's in the box? What's in the box? Don't look in the box. Don't look in there. It's me, Morgan Freeman. Don't look in the box. Right? Is that what they do? And they, uh, what was in the box? I say it was the, the and the unborn baby. Oh, that's even more sadistic. That's what I think it was. I think it was the wife's head wrapped in the umbilical cord of the unborn baby. Is there a director's cut where they actually show No. You? Okay. <laughs> But that's what I think. I think it's the wife's head. In, I think I thought it was the baby in the box. Rosemary's baby was creepy. But would you think what would be creepier, the wife's head or the baby in the box? Because she was like eight months pregnant. Oh right. It's like, oh, we're expecting our first kid. Right? <clears throat> but that's based on a true story. That was scary. Why did they let us watch that crap? What? <laughs> I mean, therapy for years. I've not gone to therapy. These are classics, guys. The Town That Dreaded Sundown. They just remade that, too. It's not as good. Did you like um, uh, Zodiac? Did you like That's that? Right? Yeah. 
What? Yeah. You haven't seen Zodiac? I heard it's amazing. Jesus, man. I heard man. that's pretty, like, bone-chilling. Yeah, that's a brutal uh, movie, man. Yeah, Zodiac. Well, you haven't seen The Lighthouse either, so. You haven't seen The Lighthouse. You haven't seen Zodiac. Fincher's good, though. Uh, he's the game. Fincher is, uh, the game was all right. That was so, yeah, like. Watch it again. I've good. seen it, like, three times. You know what movie was Four times. The, the, the Dark Room, or the, I can't remember. The one with Jodie Foster, and they hide in that. Oh, Panic Room. Panic Room. Watch all these cool shots, Uncle Lecter. It's me. And it's also a young... Come on, who is it? Oh, it's that girl from... Come on, it's Twilight Zone. Twilight. Yeah, what's her name? That's right. Twilight Girl. Mom! Or a boy. I thought it was a boy. (laughs) Is this a boy or a girl? I couldn't tell. When I first saw the movie, you know? Because it's like... You barely see the person. I'm like, okay, I guess it's a girl, but she's just like a boy. Kristen Stewart. Yeah, that was Kristen Stewart's one of her first movies. Oh, right. Acting opposite. Um, and Forrest Whitaker is in that. And Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto is with the cornrows. Yeah. <laughs> right at the corner. And who was the other guy? I don't know why he made Because he wanted to do cool camera shots of floating down through the floors. And he used all those techniques in Fight Club. He, he used all those techniques in Fight Club. I think he actually yeah. directed some of the earlier shows of um, Frank Underwood. What show was that? Well, he did. He did the first episode. He did the pilot of um, and he like he did like subsequent like here and there. Oh, okay. Uh, he didn't do the David Fincher. Yeah, he's doing Mank right now. But he did that. Uh, you heard of Mank? Benjamin Button movie. I didn't like oh, that. That wasn't very good. You heard of Mank? Mank? Mank. M-A-N-K? No. It's a new Fincher movie that he's making for Netflix. Black and white. It's supposed to be good, but I don't know. It's, it has a huge cast in it, I think, if it's the one I'm thinking about. Is it? Oh, it's about the writer, Henry Mankiewicz. That one is battled with uh, Citizen Kane, Orson Welles. Yeah, that was it. that's what it is. Uh, okay. So that's why they call it Mank. Have you haven't heard of this? Come on! October release. It's gonna be on VOD. You know, that's it's... another good movie. Uh, what? October have Sky. Talk... <laughs> have you talked about Citizen Kane? Have oh, you yeah. actually educated your audience? Yes. Oh, Rosebud, that's your vagina. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on. What are you talking about? I like Citizen Kane, but it was—I don't know, man. It's so ahead of its time. It is cinematography. Everything about it, the right? It's 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 the granddaddy of them all. Look at that, that is amazing. And how much did Spielberg and Janusz Kamiski? I mean, that's that's Schindler's List right there, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of it was stolen from Citizen Kane, but he's also so high in cocaine, and he had an unlimited budget to make all these movies, right? Orson. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Oh, Social Network. That's another Fincher one. Oh, oh, yeah. That's another great one. So what's the best Fincher movie? Fight Club? No, Social seven. Network? Seven? He did seven? Okay. Well, Fight Club? I'd say Fight Club. Because that was like him using all of his tools. And then after Fight Club, it's like, hmm. Social Network. I'm just over this. I don't Gone know. Girl? Did you see Gone Girl? I like Gone Girl. 
That was like Social Network with a chick. It remind, like the way it was directed reminded me of Social Network, right? Just the way it was yeah. shot. And uh, it's just the feel of the movie is like Social Network with uh, Doogie Hauser getting his throat slit. It says here, Mank stars Gary Oldman as Herman J. Mankiewicz. I could see that. Wow. Gary Oldman, a chameleon. And this is going straight to Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. Where else are they going to go now? <laughs> Netflix is having a field day with all this COVID shit. Yeah. You know, wh- where are they going to go? Nowhere. Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? What's that from? <laughs> that sounds so familiar. Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Oh, that's from uh, Children of the Corn, right? No, Body Snatchers. Oh. Invasion of the Body. Remember when the when the clones come after? Where are you gonna I don't go? Remember that movie. They've had nine versions of it. <laughs> like the invasion, I think, was the last version of it. Return of the Dead, or whatever it's called. Night of the Living Dead. And who directed that? The Legend, George Ramirez. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were George. Oh, Yellow Teeth. Yeah, he died. <clears throat> I don't know, I liked it. I liked it. It was a way that was way ahead of its time too. Yeah. With a black lead and then after that they start killing all the colored people in every horror movie. Like this ain't going to happen again. <laughs> Boom, but and not until like within the last 4 years have like, you know, colored leads been you know, winning in these horror movies now. Time for that. <clears throat> what? Even Get out. It was a all black cast. The black guy wins. Uh, also with um, his other movie. Oh, it's a, it has to Jordan Peele's other movie. What's the other one? Oh yeah, the film in Santa Cruz with the rabbits. Yeah. Us. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, with us. That's black. But the only way it's happening is if black directors make black movies. That's <laughs> like the new like these horror movies are almost like the new black exploitation movies. Of like the seventies. Going back to the action flick, uh, Catherine Bigelow is a great action director. Bigelow, she did. What's she doing now? She did Zero Dark Thirty. She did the the, uh, the Hurt Locker. She did that um, apocalyptic one with Ray Fiennes. The New Year's one. Oh my God. Impossible. The Impossible. No. Um, she grew up in the Bay Area. <clears throat> yeah, he's local. In uh, San Carlos, I believe. With Dana Carvey. Um, Strange Days. Oh, that one with, yeah, 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 with the mind thing. Where, yeah. With Ray Fiennes, where, where they have people's memories. Yeah, they record their memories. Yeah, there that, that was a cool movie. Yeah, it was set in the, um, the, future. Right, the future. Ray Fiennes. He's such a good actor. He just, like, Slytherin! Put him next to me. Oh, she also did Point Blank, which people love, and I, I liked it, but I, people Point Blank. Again, it's got. Oh, oh, with the serial uh, the assassins? She did Detroit, which I never saw. That was alright. That was the whole Detroit cops. Yeah. It was decent. People said it was too intense. But, you know, it's Catherine Bigelow. You know, and they had a. And she she was the first female to win a an Oscar for directing, and that year, do you know who she beat out? 
James Cameron. James Cameron. Her ex-husband. Yeah. For Avatar, right? Yeah. <laughs> Avatar didn't win for directing. That's so great. <laughs> he got so full of himself. <clears throat> Why? Remember after Titanic, he just thought he was the king? Yeah, but he proves it all the time. He's like, prove me wrong, people. <laughs> Boom, Titanic. What? Avatar, the biggest movie in the world? Yeah, but there's nothing humbling about him. He's just. Of course. No... But I think you have to be that way to be like that. Wow, it says here that she directed the New Order uh, video, Touched by the Hand of God. I Near know. Dark. That's a classic, Catherine Bigelow. Deficit pick of the week, guys. Near Dark. Bill Paxton. Uh, also, the chick, uh, Vasquez, is in there. Um, I didn't see that one. Yes, you did. No, I don't, I don't remember. Near Dark, dude? It's classic. Come on. Look at Lance Hendrickson. You never saw... Yeah, you saw Near Dark. Oh, music by Tangerine Dream? It was a, it was a cool... It's a cool cult movie now. <clears throat> it was a good vi vampire flick for the time. You know what's a good cult classic? It's the one with Corey Haim. The Lost Boys? <laughs> Mary, Mary, uh -huh. and... At close range. Oh yeah, yeah. That's with the intense. with the Madonna soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At close range is good. Yeah, Chris Penn before he died. God, he was so coked up. Was he? <laughs> God, he was so trying to be his brother. He was. He was like the chubby version of his brother. Well, yeah, he tried to be a Fast Times at Richmond High ripoff. My good friend taught Sean Penn down in Malibu in fourth grade. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Maybe that's why. Get from the tree, Sean. Get down. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at him now. He's still difficult. He's like all weighted up. He's like 90 years old. And he has like the muscle structure of like a 20-year-old. It's like, what's up, guys? I'm going to go to India. Have you seen him? Right? He's just like swole. He was just in a horrible movie I saw. Yeah, he's done some pretty bad ones. But Falcon and the Snowman was good. Falcon and the Snowman. Who was the snowman? That was uh, Timothy Hutton. Was it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Timothy Hutton's still around. Yeah. Doing weird shit. Like, um, I don't know. Not Falcon and the Snowman. What did he just do? Damn it. Your memory's eroding. Dude. Well, I don't do movie trivia. You know, sorry. I don't watch shows constantly. Not my, me not my memory's eroding. It's just... It's just getting bombarded with shitty movies. And all the other movies I've tried to remember are just being pushed back into the background. I still don't remember Near Dark. Really? Mm -mm. How do you know? Dude, Near Dark is uh, one of the better um, vampire movies in the 80s. I like it better than Lost Boys in some ways. You like it better than Fright Night? Uh, I don't. I, yeah, just because the Fright Night acting was so bad. It's like, where are you going? Bust you! What was that guy's name? And the acting was not good. Do you think the acting was good in Fright Night? I don't think so. I don't, I don't 
that. Did you see the remake no. with uh, uh, Colin with Colin Farrell? It was actually pretty good. They set they set the uh, it's set in Vegas to where people sleep all day anyway. You know, and everyone has tinted out windows and stuff because of the sun. Who directed it? Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> I wonder what her next movie's doing. Isn't she doing... Uh, what's it called? God damn it, what was it? Yeah, isn't she doing the new Avatar movie? <laughs> She's not doing the new Avatar movie? Oh, well. Let's see, where'd it go? The, um... So have you seen any of the new Star Wars movies at all? No. Are you going to see the new Bill and Ted? No. Why not? Bill and Ted face the music? Whoa! Are they going to hug each other and say fags? That's what I... Or or are they going to be like, Not cool, dude! When they look at each other. (laughs) What do you think is going to happen? That movie... Is so like strange now. Have you watched it recently, the old one? No. Socrates. Yeah, but uh, I don't know how they're gonna keep the feel of the '80s one when it was so. Um, what is it? Not mis- well. I guess misogynistic for the time. Like the Beastie Boys. Are. <laughs> well, yeah. License to, License to Ill. Did you see their documentary? Yeah. Did you like it? It's okay. The problem with Beastie Boys, I don't like the conversations, hearing conversations with them. I, I, Talk a lot. There's something about their, um, there's a smugness to them. There's like a, I don't know, I don't know how to pinpoint it, but. Beastie smug? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I don't know. There's just something annoying about it. and I, I, They just seem to be like. Their own little worlds. They don't give you much. They don't really. They seem totally disinterested in wanting to what? <laughs> expound on anything that you you'd find interesting. How do you get that from? Because I've seen interviews with them. They just seem like totally like like yeah, well detached from like okay. So what do you think about the new album? Well, I like hot dogs, <laughs> so I don't want to talk about the new album right now. I think I'm going to go get some hot dogs. You want to get some hot dogs, Adam? Yeah, let's go get some hot dogs. I like sauerkraut on mine. Are they like that? Like, if you ask him a question. So, what's your next album, Beasties? Huh? What was that horror movie with Christopher Walken? Oh, God. Dead Zone? Yeah. Christopher Walken. Dead Zone. I'm going to kill you with scissors. Uh, Hawking, I'm walking over here. Where's that shirt? I'm walking over here with a picture of Christopher Walken. Well, Come on. Yeah. I bet you it's on um, uh, uh, <laughs> the vine, uh, not the vine, but the the chive. I bet you it's part of the chive. You're the chive. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're so out of it. Are you heard of TikTok? <laughs> That's already gone. <laughs> the chime. Well, no, Trump's getting rid of it, but Microsoft is going to buy it. <laughs> it's, uh, 
don't want talk tick. No more talk ticking. Horror movie. Oh my god, it was with. Uh... Oh my. Which one? So here we go. Avatar. Where the kids can't. They can't see daylight. They cannot go. Out, they can't have sun. So everything needs to be shaded. Flowers in the attic. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of like that. It's Nicole Kidman. Oh, where they live on the haunted house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're the ghosts, right? The others. The other. They're the ghosts. I didn't Guillermo do that one. No. Yeah, one of those. Like. Yeah, yeah. The others were was like the flip where they were the ghosts and they didn't realize it. Right, because they couldn't go past the yard. Oh, it's scary out past the yard. Really? Okay, these are the Avatar dates, guys. Here we go. December 16th, 2022 is Avatar 2. <laughs> it's been pushed back another year. It's supposed to come out this December. COVID. Uh, no, it's supposed to come out December of 2021. And then uh, December 20th, 2024 is Avatar 3. December 18th, 2026, Avatar 4. He's going to be dead by then. And then December 22nd, 2020, he'll probably have his robot version of himself he's been building. It's a robot, man. It's robot. It'll be like Bicentennial, man. Uh, Avatar 5, December 22nd, 2028. Sorry to interrupt. You should do a whole podcast on David Bowie. David Bowie? Yeah. We just did, um, what we do on the podcast is uh, I do karaoke songs of dead artists. So I just did with a death whistle. So, like, if an artist dies, I just did Fleetwood Mac, my last episode. Peter Green? Yeah, he died. Uh, yeah, I just did Fleetwood Mac. That episode hasn't come out yet. It might come out after this one or before. I don't know. And I just did, um, who's it? I did David Bowie. Prince? We did Prince. Nice. We did, um, uh, who is it? All the way back to... I've been doing it so long, we did all the way back to, uh, uh, who's the other one who died? Not Prince. Lead singer Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, Scott Whelan? Scott Whelan. <laughs> and that was like in 2012. Right? No. And then Chris Cornell. Yeah, we did Chris Cornhole. And, uh, we didn't do Linkin Park, I don't think. Not in that band. Um... But yeah, you should do do it on Bowie. You should do Bowie's like music and his movies. Meh. <laughs> yes. Hey, it's me, David Bowie. I have a discolored eye. It's me, the Star Child. Did you, we did. I did uh, preview his final album. Did you listen to that thing? Yeah, Jesus Christ! Heavy. <laughs> I'm dying in bed. Have you seen the? Uh, uh, yeah, he Video? recorded that while dying. Yeah. Black Star. Yeah. It's a weird album too, right? Yeah. Like just like there's but ten minute songs. Minutes. Yeah. You're going to hell with me. Or <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm dying. Listen to this shit, motherfucker. But only he could pull that off. Everyone else is going to try to do it after him. But he was like an artist through and through, all the way up till his deathbed. Yeah, that's what makes it so extraordinary. He was insanely talented, but... Same with Prince. And I'm definitely... I don't 
But see, at least I don't love Prince's music as much as like the next person. But I, I I'm appreciating more and more. And he's supposed to be a, a fantastic basketball player. Prince? Yeah. Too short. No. He's like, even in his, con- look up Prince concerts. He shoots basketballs at his concerts. Look it up. <laughs> you need to look this up. And like um, David Chappelle did a skit about it because him and Eddie Murphy and Charlie Murphy, they played basketball against Prince. Like Eddie Murphy and his crew and Prince and his crew. And there's footage of this? No, 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 not of that. But there's footage. Just Google like Prince basketball. Huge basketball fan. Basketball. <laughs> He's like, so yeah. So Prince would uh, do all that stuff and, and flip around all over the place, right? Yeah. Right? Am I wrong? What? Come on. He's too short. Look at Spud Webb. No one's gonna get that reference. Like who's Spud Webb? That's you should watch that skit later. <laughs> well, you need to watch the Dave Chappelle as Prince. And uh, and um, you ever watch the Dave Chappelle show? Uh, no. I don't Jesus know. Christ! <laughs> His best skit to this day is still the uh, the Klansman who's blind and he doesn't know he's black. <laughs> so he's the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, I told you Prince is a basketball player Five foot two. Oh, that's right He's shorter than uh, Muggsy Bogues That's right Five two. Is that considered a midget? I don't know But the fact that Yeah, it says here He was getting rebounds Like Charles Barkley I told you He's supposed to be a badass That means he must have been Terrible Terrible <laughs> Terrible my head's huge. Huge. Uh, it's me, Shaq. I don't think the rebound was that great. Where? See, I told you. But look for him in concert. He shoots baskets in concert with his heels on. If you haven't seen that yet. Prince Prince basketball concert. Wow. Did you see it? No. What? What the fuck? You're not even looking. I just looked it up. Prince's career as a basketball player. Google, are you on Bing? What the fuck? Google Prince shoots basketballs concert. And it should have like videos of it. Are you using Bing? Are you using Google? Jesus. There he is, bam. See? But where's the video? Look for video. There. Just look at, watch a video of him playing basketball. And he know he knows how to play basketball, guys. Everyone knows this. So during his concerts, he would bring up basketball hoops. See, look at that. See. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> He brings up basketball hoops on his concert. That's so gimmicky. And she, well, come on. It's the 80s. He's high on cocaine. And uh, uh, what is it? Profo. What, what did he die of? What did he die of? Um, Profofol or. Yeah, so he was popping pills like a motherfucker. We have him doing the splits for so many years and slamming his crotch into the ground. Um. You know what, uh, where he's from? New Jersey. No. Where? 
than purple. What? Purple what? Where's he from? Minnesota. Oh. Okay, it's the name, a famous brother director um, combo. Speak up. What? I can't hear you. Name a famous uh, director from Minnesota. Famous director from Minnesota. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, uh, the Russo brothers. <laughs> you don't know who they are? <laughs> oh, uh, Cohen brothers. The Wachowski sisters. Where? What? <laughs> Ow! Prince was the dead body at the end of Fargo. <laughs> I'm gonna just lie here in the snow and be a dead body. Ow! The dead body in the snow? Okay. Alright, before we get out of here, do you think Tenet will be in the theaters this year? No. It, no, in the United States. It's gonna it's gonna be worldwide. It's already dropping worldwide. They've already confirmed it. They're gonna kill off the rest of the world with it. Nowhere. Not in the United States at all. It's where where's the drive ins? They got rid of all the good drive ins. There's only that one in San Jose. Uh, place. Yeah, um, Santa Cruz. They have one in Santa Cruz, I believe. Oh yeah, I'm gonna drive to fucking Santa Cruz. They're turning Walmart parking lots into drive-ins. Um, San Luis Obispo <laughs> has drive-in movies. Oh yeah, I'll go to San Luis Obispo. You asked, where are they? Locally, are they? like within the Bay Area where oh, we live. Yeah, San Jose then. That's the only one, San Jose. San Mateo. That one's gone. The Berlin. Well, they, they just started up. They just. But that's at the right. fairgrounds. Right. I'm saying, where's the real ones with the projection booth in the center? They're showing movies on eight different screens like they used to. That's where I saw Fight Club. I saw Fight Club at the drive-ins. I saw Star Wars at the drive-in. We saw Grease at the drive-ins. We saw Star Wars at the drive-in? And I remember we were watching Grease and I kept peeking over and I think Jaws was on the other one. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, did we see Star Wars at the drive-in? Yeah. I thought we saw it in the theater. Maybe we did see it at the drive-in, yeah. Ah, that movie just did not hold up. <laughs> Why? What? The acting's so bad. 3 PO. The, the dialogue. <clears throat> Lucas is never known for Luke. it. Strike me down and I'll become more powerful than you ever imagined. I haven't felt that way since... But I don't know. It just has a we- it has a feel to it. Yeah, it does. that it's that sci mo- sci fi back then doesn't like you can tell the difference between Star Wars and like say Barbarella. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's like just horrible sci fi. You know, it could have been like that bad, right? Barbarella. <laughs> that movie's horrible, right? Nobody watches that stuff. But the movie's horrible. And it came out around the same time, right? Or was Barbarella sixties? I don't know. But what I'm saying is like that the all the sci fi that came out around that time, like Alien was like 
the closest to I think it was probably better quality, right? Than Star Wars. It came out the year after. Or the same year. They both came out in seventy seven? I thought Alien was seventy nine. I think it was seventy nine. Did Alien come out in seventy nine? I found this thing still in the way. Just tell me. Yeah, it did, seventy nine. Yeah, so if Alien came out in 79, and that holds up still. Yeah. I saw that in the theater twice when that came out. That re-released, I think, a year ago. I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm going to go see this in the movie again. Just because it's never going to come back to the theaters again. And that was right when Disney bought 20th Century Fox. And they weren't re-releasing. Like, I saw Die Hard in the theater again. I saw Alien uh, there was a couple of, they like re-released Psycho, a bunch of 20th Century Fox. And then, Speaking of Die Hard, you should do a whole show on... Know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> After Die, the David Bowie one. Fifth Die a, Hard movie, yeah. You should, no, you should do it on like Best Villains or something like that. I don't like doing ones like that. Like everyone does... Uh, what is this, BuzzFeed? You, I'm not BuzzFeed. Just, top five best villains with mustaches. You just, that. you just said top five action movies. Very, very just good. for you, because... Uh, I'm not. I don't do that normally. If I would be bored if I did it for ten years. Come on, <laughs> top five couches to sit in while you're watching a movie. Top five top snacks. Five popcorns. Top five snacks at the movie theater. Good and plenty. What I was gonna do was gonna have, you know how they have a um, what fuck what shows it the uh, like where they have like uh like not bar rescue but people travel to bars and drink and stuff like that. What was it called? I was gonna do that with movie theaters. Go and like go. Hey, this movie theater tour movie theaters around the world, yeah. right? And rate them, and do and watch certain movies and all like watch like a big blockbuster in their best theater, and then watch and then watch something in their worst, you know, their worst auditorium, and rate the movie theaters. Like, oh, go to M- Mumbai and go to their fucking theaters. Who's gonna do that? Nobody. But I'm saying that's my idea for a show. Uh, what would it be called? It would be called the real world. You should do that. Right? The real world? You should hunt down these old historical movie theaters. I don't want to do that. I want to go to modern ones where they have like sound blasting in your face. And they have like the newest ones I just went to is the X, uh, the X screens where they have the screens on the sides. Have you seen those yet? Any of the X screens? No. It's pretty trippy. It, it it gives you a little bit like uh, it makes you feel like you're in the movie because it'll show something on the screen, but then it'll show graphics sort of like relating to what's on the screen, or it will show like the rest of the scenery. It's almost like a wraparound screen. That's isn't that confusing? No, because all the action's here, but your peripheral will pick up. You know the rest of the screen to make this whole image bigger. Yeah, speaking of horror movies, you know, Misery. That's a good one. You're a dirty bird. You're a dirty bird. Right? Then they say dirty bird. That's a good one. But that would be my uh, show called The Real World. Yeah. With what? I can't travel. Everyone's fucking dying. Good job. Hey, I'm going to tour these movie theaters that aren't going to be around. Every movie theater chain is dying. Come on, guys. But now I can't do it. So I'll make like 
Maybe a virtual tour? I don't know. Movie theaters are dead. I just went to the Alamo Draft House to see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the last movie I saw at the Alamo Draft House. And then we saw um, 70 millimeter. No. Oh my god. No, I didn't see that. I haven't seen. Have I seen that in the theaters? We saw that in the theaters. In uh, 89? No, with Anne Hathaway? Prince's Diaries? <laughs> oh, I did see that actually. I saw that and the second, the sequel. Oh, God. It's Julie Andrews yeah. and Princess. And, uh. Who is it? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Then she ended up getting naked in a bunch of movies. Anne Hathaway with uh, what's his face? Did Did you see Nightcrawler? Have you seen Nightcrawler? With Toby <laughs> No. With Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal? Have you seen it with Jake Gyllenhaal? I did see the other one with him that he, his ex-wife is a writer. And it's with Amy Adams. Came out a couple of years ago. And they're getting a divorce. And he he actually writes his story. This horrific nightmare. And he sends his story to his wife. I don't think I saw that one. What's it called? Horrible Stories? No. What about Nightcrawler? He's a, uh, he's a reporter. Like a freelance reporter. And he shows up at accident scenes and sort of stages the bodies. To get better shots. Dude, it's pretty dark. Yeah. Nightcrawler, dude. Come on. You haven't seen that one? I didn't see it. It's good. It's it's dark, but it's good. I liked it. I think that's one of his best movies in the last 10 years. Maybe you should do top five Gyllenhaal movies. Go. <laughs> top five Shia LaBeouf movies. Do it! Holes. Oh, my God. Holes. I think the, uh, he was good in Honey Boy, playing his father. Have you seen Honey Boy yet? No. You'd probably like Honey Boy. It's all about him growing up with his abusive dad living in hotels. But he plays his dad. <laughs> Jesus. He didn't direct it, but yeah. Uh, Honey Boy and um, the Peanut Butter Falcon. You see that yet? Really? No. Jesus, that's right up your alley. Down syndrome actor is the main guy. J- uh, acting opposite um, Shia LaBeouf. Come on, they're both on the run. You'd probably like that. Did you like, um, what was it, uh, Fury? With Brad Pitt and Shia LaBeouf. What? <laughs> David Ayer's Fury? Come on. I'm looking forward to the new Shia LaBeouf movie where he got a full chest tattoo on his body. That's already getting horrible reviews. I don't a about these. The reviewers suck nowadays. Like, um, it's not culturally appropriate for this. Um, I didn't like the violence. Um, uh, we don't need violence in today's society. Um, I'm going to put my personal views into every movie I watch. Okay, so then every movie has to live up to my standards. Or it's not good. That's why. That's why movie reviewers suck. Go to RogerEbert.com. Go read his film reviews. Because they're unbiased. They're like masterful writing. Yeah, they're down the middle. He's not going. I didn't. I had a bad salad that day. So this movie. He's just like either this movie sucked or didn't. 
he just gave you insight into what the movie yeah, was I, trying to. I'm sure. Yeah. What? Uh, like, have you heard his audio commentary on the dark, um, dark city? No. He did because he loved the movie so much. He did the audio track for it, the audio commentary. It's really cool. Watch the documentary on Cisco and Ebert. Is that the one where he's missing his face in the front of it? I think I did see it. No, in the front of it, he's... Because um, I saw no, the documentary. He's like, like this. I saw that one, too. And I saw the other one where after he lost his jaw and stuff. They had thyroid cancer. But, yeah, he uh, he and Siskel led very interesting lives during their, their heydays. Yeah, they they partied. Yeah. Nonstop. I'm sure they did. Smoking. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. You know, they, they used to go on Howard Stern all the time. That's right. And just get ridiculed. Howard <laughs> Stern is ripping. Siskel's up. favorite movie of uh, all time is uh, the one he directed. Night. What movie did he direct? Quick. Siskel. Yeah, in the Valley. Or behind the fish, uh, the Valley of the Dolls. Yeah. He directed. Yes. Yes, he did. I thought he wrote it. In the Valley of the Dolls, I'm pretty sure he directed it and wrote it. Wow. <clears throat> It's like, why is that movie so weird? Yeah, Cisco Ebert, The Valley of the Dolls. Boom, right? Written. Cisco. Where is that IMDb? What are you looking at? It's such a weird IMDb. Where's the director? Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate's in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) Who directed it? Who directed Meyer? Uh, Who wrote it? I'm sorry. Uh, Who directed The Valley of the Shadow of the Dolls? Russ Meyer. And Roger, written by Meyer and Ebert. He wrote it. Okay. I knew he had something to do with it. Maybe not directing it, fine. Robert Ebert. Uh, Alright guys, we're wrapping this up here. So, uh, the balcony is closed. <laughs> what they used to say? <laughs> People don't know what a balcony is anymore in a movie theater. <laughs> the balcony is closed. So that's it guys. Tension episode order uh, with uh, Chris and W. Just talking movies for this episode. I don't know what I'm going to call it. What should we call it? WC? Nothing? Call it nothing? I need to title it, though. What should I title it? All right, guys. Um, This will come out sometime. This is coming out now. Right now. Three, two, one. It's coming out. All right, guys. Later.